There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman, Alex Brant Bernard Rasmussen, Catherine Brandt, Mark Ruffalo, <laughs> Andy Brant Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. Are you doing this on purpose? What? He, he hates me too. No, really. Honest to God. He's vibing on all like the two people, people that in a row. I just made that up. Mark it's Ruffalo. only two that hate him. Why? Why? Because he's very political. Oh, okay. If you, if you don't agree with all his way, way far left politics, he hates your guts. Right, but how did you run into him? I interviewed him one time, and I just said, you know, that's great, but I don't really want to talk about politics. Oh. You don't want to talk about politics, huh? I'm like, oh, God. Oh, so then, it, yeah. I said, look, Mark, you might be a tough guy in the movies, but it ain't going to work this time. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you that. He's from Kenosha, Wisconsin, too. He oh, is? Yeah. yeah. God, you think he'd be a good guy. <laughs> You know. Not touching that. <laughs> I want to meet all the Avengers. We'll be I'll, right I'll back. throw you out the window for an Avenger. Frank <laughs> Caliendo in just about two minutes with the family. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. A justice flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. And it's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. 
It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. Been good. And how do they contact you? And uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. I used to be able to do COSEL, but not anymore. What are you going to do? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Frank Caliendo in studio. Kostaki Economopolis quick snaps. What's happening, man? <laughs> hey, it's great to have Kostaki on, me. isn't it, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> really looking forward to his quick snaps and all that he has to talk about the NFL today. The first one of the season. This is going to be fantastic. Uh, really Really, really uh, looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a ton of fun. So, Kostaki, we'll get to you in a couple of seconds. I just had a story to tell you about me being born. I don't remember much of it, so I'm going to improvise uh, some moments. Suddenly there was light. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Now we're talking. I am Yay! a little <laughs> oh, I figured God. I'd continue this bit for another 30 seconds. <laughs> Frank is the king of radio yes, from a comics is. perspective. Yeah, I, this is true, Frank. I was literally talking to Lewis Lee one time at Acme, uh, and I just said, "Like, what? Give me some advice about radio. Like, what do I do to kind of pick it up with the, you know, selling tickets?" And he goes, "I don't know. Frank Caliendo does radio, and five minutes later, the club sold out for the week." I'm like, <laughs> oh, there you go. So Lewis be like, "You uh, should that's learn." Very helpful. Uh, Lewis, yeah, Lewis. Lewis. He didn't say Kostaki. You know, headliner. <laughs> Chad Daniels. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what Chad Daniels claims he said to him. Yeah, that's what Chad says. Chad yeah. Daniel, you yeah. know headliner. Lewis <laughs> is tough, man. <laughs> he is brutal. I love that. He's <laughs> also <laughs> Arnold from Happy Days. Yeah. So. He totally He'll is. tell a joke and walk away. And <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kostaki, we're three jokes in. Uh, the rest of us, we haven't heard from you yet. Well, it's our fault. We know. <laughs> This is my uh, favorite thing of my life right now. <laughs> I really like this. So basically, Kostaki, if you want to pick up where Frank left off, he just every named every person that hates my guts. But, you know, if you got any you want to throw out <laughs> there. Honestly, he doesn't hate you. Oh, that's a fun list. No, I, but Kostaki, you don't understand. It wasn't on purpose. I threw out two random names, <laughs> Mitch Hedberg and Mark Ruffalo, at different times. And th- the first one, Tom goes, that's the, when I said Mitch Hedberg, he's like, oh, that's the only guy that does not like me in this entire world. He did say that. And then I said Mark Ruffalo. He's like, that's the other guy. <laughs> there can't be the other guy who's the only guy. Yeah, the other guy who's the only guy. And exactly. back to quick snaps. That's exactly right. <laughs> anyway, quick snaps. Quick snaps, the segment that's shorter than Kostaki's name. Ooh, yes, that's right. That's easy this week to do. especially. So What's Antonio it? Brown, we got to cover this story. This is a gift from the comedy gods. What? 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 This is the weirdest thing ever. He's anxious about becoming a raider. He got cold feet. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> He's got some issues. Somehow <laughs> <laughs> got frostbite from not wearing the proper footwear and cryotherapy. Yes. Uh, wow. When I first heard that he was visiting a foot specialist, I just assumed he was having his foot surgically removed from his mouth. But no, uh, he's got some bigger issues. Who moves from Pittsburgh to Oakland then gets frostbite in a heat wave? <laughs> the weirdest story ever. He wouldn't last one day in Green Bay. People on Mount Everest are not getting frostbite. What is he doing? 
My feet are cold. Uh, <laughs> I looked up the three stages of frostbite. One, frost nip. That's mild irritation. Then you got your superficial frostbite. That's when the skin starts to turn pale. Then you have deep frostbite. That's when you have to show your feet on hard knocks. That's the very <laughs> level of frostbite. Tell you what, man, I've seen them. It's not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Wear the socks next time, man. Yeah, the next time, God. next podiatrist visit, he might have Gruden's foot removed from his ass. He needs to straighten this stuff out. It's crazy. Imagine the weird nursery rhymes that Brown is doing for his kids. This little piggy went to market. This little piggy rejected the franchise tag. <laughs> this little piggy forced the trade. This little piggy refused to wear his new sanctioned helmet. This oh, little God, piggy was right. nearly amputated when Daddy fell asleep in the man freezer. Uh, <laughs> then he went, wah, 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 all the way home. Uh, the uh, AB's missing his old helmet. I suggest therapy, not cryotherapy. Please, yeah. just don't do this again. Maybe cryo me a river therapy. Put on your helmet and practice, for the love of God. What are you doing? Can we look uh, forward to the this level of jokes the whole year? Stocky, <laughs> 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 okay. when are you coming to town to choke Catherine? <laughs> that's, my, that's my subconscious. You've just been added to the list of people I hate. <laughs> <laughs> now it's Catherine, not me. Good. Uh, I'm going to give you a wrestler C plus on that. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. The, uh, the Titans and Patriots had a fight during their joint workout, to which Josh Gordon said, joint workout? How did I miss that? <laughs> Ooh. Josh Gordon, back in the NFL, reinstated this week as part of their very strict policy. Fifteen strikes and you're out. <laughs> the NFL's very, very, very strict. Uh, big boost to the Patriots' offense with this Josh Gordon news. Finally, some good news for the New England Patriots. Thank God. That's, that's <laughs> always good. How do you rank Josh Gordon in fantasy? High? Not not high in the rankings. Just high? <laughs> Just high. I put him at number 420. Uh, I was Ooh. thinking to myself, could I not do drugs for $50 million? <laughs> yes. Well. Uh, which begs the question. <laughs> quickly answered. How good are these Josh Gordon drugs? Maybe by this standard, I've never tried drugs. I don't know. He's got a whole different series of decisions to make. I don't know. How does he? What? I'm rooting for him, but this story just goes on and on and on and on. It's crazy. I think if I'm, if I'm a cornerback who's supposed to cover Gordon on Sunday, on Saturday I would be awful tempted to leave some weed and an eight ball at his hotel room door <laughs> and knock and run away. Just knock and run away. That's nice. <laughs> Ding dong bong. <laughs> oh, I like it. I like it. Oh, uh, ding bong. Andrew ditch. Luck has an ankle injury now. Who uh, does? This guy gets hurt more than Mr. Bill. What's happening with him? Uh, he's harder to keep healthy than an orchid. Like I put the ice cubes in the bottom of the thing. <laughs> How did he hurt his ankle while he was not playing because of a calf injury? What? Paper straws are more durable than Andrew Luck. <laughs> 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 what happened to him? I don't know. I mean, I'm rooting for him, too. They got one of the best shots at being the Patriots. Please get healthy. Please. I, yeah, um, I, I don't know about that. I don't think anybody can beat the Patriots. I, I No. Speaking of that, the 2019 team win totals, as projected by Vegas, oh, the God. Patriots are atop this list at 11 wins. Ugh. 
Um, they're going to lose, but they're going to lose their first three or four games, or four, you know, three of the first six, and everybody's going to say the dynasty's yep. over. That's what's been yeah. the last ten yeah. years. Yeah, that's true. Right. Because, because, not be over. And pl- right. plus, they're very young this year, mm-hmm. so they're going to struggle out of the gates, and then it's going to be a little bit, and then like mid-season to late season, you're going to be like, <sighs> it's the same thing. <laughs> same. They're going to win it again. That's yeah. just how it is. Right. Welcome what? to my life. What, what? Who's your team, Frank? Who do you root for? I root, you know, I know so many players now that it's kind of. I root more for teams or for for the players mm. to do well on the teams because yeah. you get to. I've gotten right. to meet so many people that it's weird. It, even to put it on Twitter, go pack or something like that, and they're playing uh, the Saints, and Drew Brees has invited my son out to watch film and stuff. Oh. So it's like. How do you root against these people? Yeah, it's, it's hard. So right, it's, right. It's like I, I try not to do too much, and they they actually understand. They don't care. They'll razz you, but they don't really care. JJ <laughs> Watt and all these guys. They're like, Who, "Who's your team?" And you tell them, "They're like, oh, okay, I get it." Because like JJ still roots for all the Wisconsin yeah, teams yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. As a, uh, you know, even right. though he lives in Houston and stuff, but. So, uh, but my Pat, I was I was Packers growing up, Brewers kind of Cubs, um, and. Um, I kind of, and I love the Timberwolves, just because. Why? Right. You I'm a huge liar. liar. It's like, like Mark Ruffalo <laughs> asking yeah. to be on again. Yes, wait, Mark Ruffalo loves the Timberwolves. <laughs> How about local sports team, right? <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are great. Yeah, I love that. Fill in the blank. Kostaki, I got. It. I just was sent a picture by by uh, one of the people that's on this show. I got to show it to everybody here, and Andy. If there's any way you could upload it to the site, common sense. You you can't buy it. Have you seen this? Look at this. No. Oh, oh yeah. yeah the, oh yeah. I've never seen that. I've seen got that. the backwards hat, he's but he's going like oh, he's going like this to keep the sun out of his eyes. Turn your hat around. Andy. Honestly, oh yeah. Are you kidding me? Hello, McFly. Yeah, McFly, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like, it's going to be another great year. Uh, quick snaps where the Patriots will win the Super Bowl, and uh, you know, yeah. Here's a quick Vegas snap for you. The Patriots are the best team, but hey. they have the Vikings at nine wins, and my Falcons are at eight and a half. Really? Mm. And I, I think the Falcons are better than eight and a half. You know, I, I don't know. They, they had injuries last year. I think they're going to beat that, but I guess that's why we watch the games. I would go to Vegas and put my money where my mouth is, but. I have a baby, Tom, so I have to stay home and put my money where my bank is. So I'll, be, I'll be right here rooting for the You know, it's because of my friendship with Kostaki and him being an Atlanta Falcons fan. When they had that huge lead in the Super Bowl and pissed it away, I also got, had a chance to break up a fist fight watching the game. Remember that? Those guys oh, yes. up on the roof? Yes. These two oh, yeah. guys, and you could tell by looking at them, neither one of these guys. And I walked over and I said, look. Neither one of you guys has ever thrown a punch in your life. Yeah, they were doing that. I'm going to get you. Were they doing that? Somebody Somebody hold me back. Somebody hold me back. They both had mustaches with curly ends. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Middle part. Listen, you. The only thing that reminded you of Wolverine in them was the hair part. Yeah. Yeah, it was a real thrill defending my friend Kostaki's honor, breaking yeah. up a fist fight. I appreciate that. I, I wish that was hilarious. my enduring memory from that night. Yeah, uh, I, I wish I would have filmed it. It would have been a would have been a YouTube sensation that little fight. God, unbelievable. <laughs> that fight. game hurt little my fight. feelings. <laughs> 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 Joker wrote that night. At least when you're a fa- 
At least when you're a Falcons fan, you split your wrists. You get to die in your own team colors. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not going to work for. You should probably call that the closer. <laughs> All right. Well, it's nice of you to call. I appreciate yes. the fact that you called back. He's always. Of course, nice. I had a tiny little window, and I love I love you guys, and I love Frank Caliendo. It's a pleasure to be on with you all again. So well, I look forward uh, to it. And, and hard, to talk soon, uh, hard to believe it's hard to believe it's football season already. My God, that's because it's I not. I know, right? Yet. Well, yeah, right. pre, pre, because <laughs> it's not. But it's on TV, it's football season. Stocky Economopolis and Quick Snaps. We will talk to you next Monday. I am assuming. Uh, actually, off one week, and then every oh, Monday Christ through sake. the Super Bowl, if you'll have me. No, no, you're so out. Forget it. You miss next week, you're out. That's all there is to it. September 2nd, he's back. Yeah, September every 2nd, week. That's right. September 2nd. That's right. September 2nd is Labor Day. So not September <laughs> Oh, yeah, 2nd. we won't have him on Labor Day. I don't think he'll be back on September 2nd. Well, then no. September 9th. We'll see you. We will be back eventually. At yeah. We'll talk to you after the Super Bowl. We're Thanks just for calling. change it to quick snaps with Frank Hallian. Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to the 2020-21 season with Kostaki Economopoulos. <laughs> Kostaki, thank you, sir. We'll talk, we'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. I'll Thanks. see you. Bye. One of my favorite people in the world, Kostaki Economopoulos. What a great guy. I know. He's hilarious. i got to close my screen because I just got really depressed. You know that really ragged-looking guy whose wife got killed in El Paso, got shot to death? The guy with the, the scraggly ragged? hair. You know the guy I'm talking about? I have no, no. idea who you're talking about. You haven't seen him? He's, he's, he can tell the guy's been hitting the booze like there's no tomorrow. He, oh. His wife got shot to death mm-hmm. in the El Paso thing. It was just her funeral. Uh, yeah. This guy, I mean, he looks like, he, he looks like he's 200 years old. Uh. I mean, he's rough shape. So they go to the funeral. Hundreds of people showed up for the funeral because they wanted to support him. Sure. One of them stole his car. Oh, my God. 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 People stole Really? <laughs> he stole his car from his own wife's funeral. Oh, okay. good God. Wow. Just the as lowest low as you can go. Well, I yes. guess you better make us laugh now. Yeah. Cheer us up. Tell us a joke. joke. Funny man. Tell us a joke, Frank. <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? there? Not that guy's car. <laughs> Great. Thank you. You're I, welcome. I, I, will you listen to when I almost made that Colin Kaepernick mistake this morning? Mistake. Oh, that was so Why are we boycotting close. KQRS now? Oh, no, no. This was so close. <laughs> What'd you do? Like, you know, mm-hmm. like if I was if I was trying to keep it clean, I'd go, yeah, F-U-T-P, you know, mm-hmm. Dub Pittman. Well, his name is Colin Kaepernick, and I almost said F U C K. And I, it, I almost said it, but it didn't come out. Thank God. Oh, wow. God. Brilliant. <laughs> that would not have been good. No, that would have been really <laughs> bad. Yeah. If somebody hears that, they put that on a tweet or something. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a oh, T-shirt. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. What's that? What's that called when you get more co- negative comments than you get likes or retweets? It's called Tom's Twitter page. <laughs> what it's called? No, there's a ratioed. Yeah, getting ratioed. Yeah, I get more hates than likes. Yeah, and that would that would get uh, because the bots would be on that too. (laughs) Oh yeah. F U dot 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 C K. (laughs) That's a great T-shirt. I love although uh, what band was it was uh, get Rick April Wine had a song if you C K. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't that uh, Britney Spears did a song like that too. too. Oh, if you seek Amy. Yeah. Oh. 
Oh, we got to take a break. Be right so back. Playful. Frank Caliendo gets the entire rest of the show to himself, which I really like. Yeah, we're all going to leave. Right You're back. just going to hang out. No, I didn't mean that one. <laughs> I don't mind. I didn't mind that one. Talk we'll be right back. Even Tom's leaving. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie-cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me, too? No. (laughs) (laughs) God. Thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we we love working with you. We can help any business, including a podcast, that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. You I still are. never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't. <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. My Sharona, she was an interesting woman, I will tell you that. Sharona? <laughs> did you ever meet Sharona? I did not. I was working at Capitol Records at the time when this song came out, and they came, and there actually was a Sharona. Had the personality yes, of a rock. Honestly, guys, you think, yeah, hey, uh, yeah. This kind of song, you never know what a Sharona might be. It could be anything. Could be anything. It could be the true. name of, you know. I thought it was like a car. Schwanz, anything. A schwanz. <laughs> My wife's doing penis humor over there. That's crazy. Uh, Frank Caliendo's with us, honey. Why don't we turn it over to him? I'm glad I was slightly turned out from, tuned out for the break stuff. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, I'm cool. All the things I thought you were going to say, was not anywhere near the top of the list. Oh, that was oh, hilarious. Oh, that was God. good. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank and I just realized, or I just realized, I asked Frank about it, but I've known Frank for 19 years now. It's unbelievable it's been that long. We're still very young. That's all I know. Yeah, I'm 45 now, and I feel every moment of it. It's the, uh, you know, I used to get on planes, and you'd get off the plane, and you'd be like, I'm ready to live. Now I get off the plane, I'm like, I need a nap. <laughs> I, I need a nap from went, sitting yeah. and changing. Uh, I've been feeling like that since I was like 14. So. <laughs> wow. well. Why do I not doubt that? <laughs> no, he doesn't. That's a very good point. Yes. But 45, I mean, 
Rodney Dangerfield didn't even kick in until he was like 65. Really? Yeah, he was, yeah, he was very he angry was, about that, really? too. He was, like, uh, he was, yeah. That he had... Uh, that, that he'd been overlooked for so long. I'd heard a lot, a lot of stories about that. He was he was jaded. It was very she jaded. And uh, the thing is, if you can make, just do whatever. You know, who cares? Yeah. Right? What's the difference to be at that level? But he was a big deal for a long time. He was. Yeah. So maybe you know that's about. As, you know, people are, are only big for what 10, 15 years mm-hmm. generally. He was big for a long time. So yeah. maybe he wouldn't have made it. Yep, when you you never know. I could have been an action star. <laughs> Let me tell you, when I was a kid, you know. I, uh, did you ever hear did you ever Cesario's story about meeting him? Uh, I'm not sure. You know Cesario yeah, really Jeff. well. Yeah. Jeff Cesario's walking down the street in New York with uh, Jerry Seinfeld, and they happen upon Rodney Dangerfield. It shows how jaded he was, by the way. So... <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld says, Rodney, I want to introduce you to a fine new uh, comedian. Just got in a business in town here. This is Jeff Cesario. And Rodney goes, Cesario, huh? Stick to the tumbling. (laughs) (laughs) Does sound like him. You're Italian. You should be a tumbler. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, he was an interesting guy. Yeah, I'd never gotten the chance to meet him. So uh, it it is weird when you... When you see, when you meet people that you've been uh, watching your entire life, yeah, yeah. that yeah. it can it can go well, it can be you know in the middle, and it can be really really bad <laughs> to see behind the scenes with some people. Yeah, it's, you know one thing that that is really cool though is like you know even though you were on a national TV show when I met you to watch your career you know blow up the way it did from that perspective it's really cool too though. Yeah, when you see somebody, uh, you know ascend like that and you i remember somebody saying to me he's like this is like watching somebody become famous i've never seen that before and the right. guy but the guy also then uh you he let me let me know later that he used to date tina fey too and then tina fey went like through the roof and everything that was a little bit later than that so it was like she was already on Saturday Night live but once she started doing uh what's her name from alaska then you know that that whole thing that was one of the toughest moments for me too in show business i was supposed to be the lead guest this is a later another story but just it revolves around tina fey i was supposed to be the lead guest on letterman and tina fey became available and they bumped me down to the second guest oh, nice. and moved tina in there which made sense she was she just started doing the sarah palin thing and oh, it was yeah. huge but i was like this was i was really looking forward to this but the side, the second part of it was, well, she'll bring bigger ratings than me anyway, so more people nah, might be around. I don't know about that. Oh yeah, she yeah, she's. I mean, oh, but yeah. Letterman was very political too, and she they agreed. I think that was before though too. That was before Letterman started showing as much of his cards as he did later. Oh, really? He did a little bit, but yeah, a little bit. It yeah. wasn't later. It became. You know, that's the way all late night TV is, though, now, for yeah, the most part, is. except oh, for yeah. Fallon's away from that a little bit, a because little, I don't yeah. think that's his natural nature. Mm-hmm. But I think the branders and the everybody that's around there saying you have to do this, otherwise you're going to lose, because that's who's watching at that time. I suppose. Yeah, I it's, suppose it, it is. Uh, that, that's a function of it, I believe. It's if if it, if it weren't, people wouldn't be doing it. Colbert started going that route. And then everybody else kind of followed, even if they didn't want to, because that's what was working so much. Is he funny? Because I don't know. You know I Colbert, can't yeah, I think he's incredibly funny, but it's it's hard, I think, because I'm a middle-of-the-road type of person. So yeah, if somebody's yeah. not on that train, it's difficult for me to watch a lot of the stuff because I, I spent most of my career going, I don't, I'm trying to. 
play it really safe right, here. Right. Because that's my own personal my own personal thing is hey, you'll have your own uh, political thoughts. You're right. You're entitled to those. Right. And for me to tell you that you're completely wrong, unless it comes down to flat out racism or sexism, that's, <clears throat> yeah. that's yeah. obvious, but not something that's being called racist that you're going to go, well, you kind of added two and two together to get the racist there. But if it's blatant racism, you know, you you see somebody do something racist, you're like, or say something racist, you're like, you know, we're, you're you're not getting your sticker today. That kind of thing. <laughs> but you hear somebody say you know, something. White people get stickers. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yes. <laughs> if we but, go a day without saying something racist, yeah. we get a gold star. But so you don't get your sticker today. <laughs> Whoa! I don't. Not when you're in the room. I never get my sticker. So, uh, but I forgot where I was going with that. But it, <laughs> I just know that stickers make everything everybody go off track on it. It was wonderful. Um, yeah, but if somebody says something and somebody else ties it together to be like, well, that you said this about uh, some ethnicity, and then uh, this ethnicity yeah. also likes pizza, you're being racist. Like, no, yeah, no. you're just adding. God. Like, that's what everybody does is they take two, yeah. they'll take two different arguments that that have a couple things going on in them and make them as though they're one argument, yeah. and that's when it you're going, no, you can't. It's like it's also this. It's perspective. I always say to people, politics is a lot of this, too. When I say, you're over there, and you would say, no, I'm over here. Right. Well, we're both right. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. And people are just looking at it from different ways. And again, that goes out the window when it's you know blatant. And there are people who are blatantly racist and sexist and stuff like that out there. But there's also humor that can be done. Like I talked about this on the podcast that I do with, with some people, Eric Griffin and uh, Ryan Davis as well. And it was like... Listen, what's your tone? What's what is are you trying to say a group of people is lesser than you? If you are, then I have some issues. But if you're yeah. saying it in jest because there's some generalizations that we all kind of know and you're not doing it to try and downgrade somebody, that's that can be a way of saying, "Hey, we're different and that's what makes it great yeah. that we yeah. your culture does this and mine does this." Oh my gosh, we're both ridiculous. See, and that's that's but people won't do that anymore. It's it's got a lot to do with uh Twitter. Yeah, well, yeah, I think so. Social oh, yeah. media. Oh, yeah. yeah. Social media is just brutal. Definitely. It is. I got to be honest with you. I, I don't know if Richard Pryor would have a career today. Because, I mean, mm. one of my favorite things that he said, and I just thought it was hilarious because of the way he he stated it, he was talking to a guy. He was playing a guy who was drinking. Now, I don't It wasn't Mudbone. Maybe it was Mudbone. But he was talking about uh, Jesus. He said, yeah, boy, I know Jesus. I was talking to him one day, and I said, man, I warned him. Don't go down there effing with them Jews without no money. I mean, that's <laughs> funny because it's a drunken old black guy. It's, fu- it's not, it's just... not anti-Semitic. It's not racist. It's just funny. Well, but you can't do that anymore. I remember one point that my daughter said to me, is it okay to say Chinese food? I was like, <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Wow. She's oh like, because God. you're singling it out as Chinese. And I'm like, mm. well, yeah, that's it's food that Chinese people <laughs> yeah. Yeah. would eat. Yeah. Yeah. But to them, it's just food. But right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or our food. But Oriental, but, you can't say. Well, that's because Oriental is a is describing an object or a region. Like a rug or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Oh, so I just thought about that. If if, if a if a, a an Asian person was wearing a hairpiece, 
God. That's an Asian person with an Oriental <laughs> rug. Wow. Yeah, I'm afraid to say it, but it's What's, pretty. Come on. That's come not. On. That's quick snaps. It is. It's quick. So I can blame it on Castagna. Yeah. You think we'll ever recover from that? Because right now, most stand up people are not really all that funny. I'm talking about the new up and I think the stuff you see on television, but I hear, I, I go and see comics at the clubs. Because I'm going to interview them on the podcast, right, and uh, right. I go and see a little bit of their acts in the club, and everybody's way anti PC out there. There, and they set it up nicely. They really? say things, yeah. They say the things like Eric Griffin does, and I love Eric Griffin. And he He's calls himself an, a self hating. Um, it was something I got into talking to him about. He's called himself a self hating liberal, and I'm like, well, it sounds like you, 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 like most of us all go. Well, that would be great if we could do this, but it's impossible because you need a law to stop it. Yeah, you know, and yeah. that's that. It's a it's a weird thing, and I th- I found him to be completely brilliant and like great he, guy. He, and amazing. You've had him in before. Oh yes, yeah, oh, he's really uh, good guy. and super talented to the mm-hmm. point where you don't see like he can sing and he has all yeah. the stuff he can do. And I hadn't seen any of that, just the like more monologuing type of things, and uh, and some of his acting, which was very good. Mm-hmm. But to see him go into his woo woos with his singing and stuff like that, I was like, holy cow! But yeah, but yeah, I, I watch. There's, I think there's a reality. I've heard. I talked to an older school comedian. I tell you who it was off the air, but uh, a person I would see consider a genius because I don't want to out this person. No, I understand. But he said to me that he's like, you know, a lot more comedians are way more libertarian to conservative than you think. Just look at. How they're, you know, and there's a piece of me that goes too, and like I said, I'm pretty middle of the road, probably closer to libertarian-ish. Like, do whatever you want, yeah, just don't too. make me pay for it. It's just right. No, the kind no, of you're thing. absolutely right. So, and I don't mind paying taxes, but I pay taxes. I'm good. But just every time you raise taxes, you're raising them on me, and I want to know what you know. I feel like I look at my taxes and go, right. I'm really paying a lot already, and. Um, so, uh, but this comedian said a lot more, lot more comedians out there are much more in that, that, that reign, especially fiscally. They're like, hey, do whatever you want, but let's at least be, uh, let's at least worry and care about what we're doing with the money before we just start throwing it everywhere where people are just yes. going to waste it. Now, I see this with kids. Uh, like my kids, the, the, where, when they go to where, at school, when we were younger, pretty much most of us, I'm not sure how old everybody is in this room, but when I was a kid, anti-establishment was being more hippie-ish mm-hmm. and right. saving the environment right. and all yeah, that right. kind of Well, now that's what's pitched in mainstream yeah. uh, media. Mm-hmm. So anti-establishment is actually kind of conservative or more, uh, even more agree. conservative. Yep. So the kids, and they blame it on Russian bots and stuff. I've seen that happen. Right. Like, mm-hmm. No. It's they're 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 um they're fighting back right now. Rebelling they're at that bit. that's the rebellion stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, and they're they re- don't like it because it's what they're being told by like, you know, Burger King and Yeah. All <laughs> corporate America's pictures and everything. Corporite America's constantly telling you everybody's right. got yep. a, Burger King has a rainbow. That think about that thirty years ago. That would not have happened. No. And not that there's something wrong with that happening. Mm-hmm. Just I'm telling you, when corporate America jumps on something, the kids start to look at it and go, yeah. well, they're just trying to sell me the same stuff? Right. Why, I don't know what I yeah. – and it could be for good reason. But as a 15-year-old kid, a 14-year-old kid, especially yeah. a, a boy, they 
I, and I, the only reason I single it out between the boys and the girls is I see my daughter is, and might be a testosterone issue, but I see my daughter kind of going, she'll question, but she questions it nicely. My son gets mad about it. <laughs> well, he's yeah, like, he's like, dad, these kids, he's like, he's like, these kids are all so stupid. Like, it's like, he's like, they just well, do whatever people believe. Listen to Uncle Tommy. Yeah, no. <laughs> he's 15. Yeah, he's 15. 15-year-old yeah, boys are a little angry. But though. he's also very, I mean, he's very, he's a critical thinker and a free thinker. He's, he had a class where he said the teacher um, was talking about geography. And uh, the Great Wall of China came up or something like that. And she said, walls are never good. And she goes, I don't want to be political, but walls are never good. And we're never? in Arizona. Mm. And, uh, and he said, but dad. Our houses are made of walls. Uh, <laughs> every house in in exactly in Arizona, fence. There aren't fences. There are people build cement so brick your, walls. Is your yeah. wife really smart? My wife? Yeah. No. Well, well, who should take after that? Her family just skipped her. <laughs> no, there's, there's Here a, we. Oh, uh, there's a lot of. We just had a talk the other day. I'm like, you got to start thinking. <laughs> oh, God. No, I literally. I know somebody won't be listening. She to said. This she said. No. She said. No. She came to me and she goes, "Why? Why do the kids love you so much?" And they get mad at me all the time. I said, first of all, anytime they say something, I listen to it and don't have an immediate reaction to stop it. I say. Okay, so let's think this through. Like my daughter with her broken elbow that hasn't healed. She wants to get a skateboard. So I said, all right, so you want to get a skateboard. Is that a smart idea? And she goes, well, mom told me I can't have it. I go, I don't care what mom said. She's going to dislike me for that for a month. (laughs) But why do you want a skateboard? She goes, because I can't do anything that I want to do. All right. All right, so you can't do gymnastics because of the broken elbow. She goes, but I can get on the skateboard. I said, all right, so do you think it's a good idea? She goes, Probably not. I go, well, why do you want it? She goes, because I can't do anything. I go, well, you think about it more. And then I had the talk with Michelle, my wife, about uh, you know all this stuff. And then I got a text this morning. They're getting a skateboard. <laughs> so, so, so everything just went around me anyway. But it wasn't me. I wasn't saying get the skateboard. I was just saying let's think about this first. But I wasn't putting a, the kibosh on it immediately. I was saying, why do you want this? What are you going to do? Do you think you can get hurt more with this? It's all a possibility. And I said, you can't. We have this constant fight. She tells the kids to pick up after themselves, but then she'll leave a plate just sitting around and uh, an empty bottle. I'm like, you cannot tell the kids clean up after yourselves if you're not doing it yourself because they don't tr- they don't believe you. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the, the where did the kids learn to do drugs? Uh, I learned it from daddy. You know, it's like yeah, they see yeah. it on TV. You know, they see the dad doing it, and then it's a commercial on TV. But it's all that. You, they live by what you do, not what you say. Right. Yeah. And if they you set a good you. example, oh, yeah. and they don't even know they're watching you, but then as they get more critical, as they get older, they start to watch and then use it as ammunition against you. Not our kids. No. Okay, I have a three-year-old, and she's already doing that. Yeah. yeah she <laughs> oh, they, and they just learn earlier now. Yeah. It's just that, you know, because they're, they're able to see so much more stuff in their uh, the, the iPads in front of them with family situations and stuff. And then, like, well, my kids started watching Disney, and you watch Disney Channel, and it's a kids say kids rule the world on Disney Channel, and parents are idiots. Yeah, right. and it's yeah. Uh, and it's always the little girl that saves everything. The oh little, yeah, the little boy is yeah. usually pretty dumb, but the little girl <laughs> yeah. is smarter than everybody and better than everybody. That's his real life. And, yeah, and, there <laughs> and the dad's the big dumb guy, and that's his real life. We will take a break. Be right back. Uh, Frank Caliendo's in studio. And I have a question about being a libertarian or centrist. 
for Frank right after this with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom telling you that you can lose an average of 26.2 pounds on the 40-day weight loss program powered by Nutramost. I lost 92.5 pounds in less than five months, thanks to the Sheehy Brothers and the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost. And I encourage you to let them help you lose weight as they teach you how to stay healthy and keep that weight off. Take it from me. Having a coach keeps you accountable, and it makes achieving your goals so much easier. Let the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program, powered by Nutramost, help you. Schedule your immediate consultation or attend the Nutramost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, August 19th at Jake's in Plymouth. Call now, 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Study data comes from client-submitted data to a third party for tracking of daily weight loss and progress through the Nutramost Weight Loss Programs. See website for full disclaimer details. Gotta have faith. Is that the plan? Frank Caliendo in studio, ladies and gentlemen. So a question you just talked about being a centrist or a libertarian. Yeah, I don't like Maybe. the label. I I, I, I label myself more as just a, a person that tries to go with logic and every yeah. and sometimes emotion gets in there. Uh, but I try not yeah. to have, I try not to lead with the emotion. I try to think logically and then uh, have compassion as well. So. Are you finding any logic out in the real world? <laughs> no. Because no. I don't see it. That's why I kind of shut down. I've been looking shut and down looking. There's none. Now, the reason I ask you that is because I tend to be a centrist. I've been a Democrat in my life. I've been a Republican in my life. Didn't care for either one of them. You know. But I have noticed, because I tend to have... Matter of fact, if I take a, a survey, I show up a little bit left of center, but just a little bit. So what happens to me is if... If I'm talking to a very conservative person, they think I'm way left. Mm-hmm. And if I talk to a far left person, they think I'm way right. It's, well, there's even, no such thing okay, as Okay, go, go to uh, Alabama, yeah. and I am super liberal. Go to Los yeah. Angeles, yeah, and true. I'm pretty conservative. You're right. Like, it's, it even yep. depends on region. That's why does, our yeah. government is set up, I believe, the way it is, because every region is different. Every state mm-hmm. is different. Even every local municipality yeah. is different, and that's why government at the local level, and it's the least important to people, but as pro- including me, I don't look at it as importantly as I should. Yeah. Everybody cares about the national because that's – got all the big play on all the national right. media. But the right. reality is your local government has more say in your life than the federal government. Absolutely. And in each region, it's totally different. And that can be kind of a backwards bad thing because if you're in maybe the south, there are issues that they're not – they haven't evolved at the level they should. And I think that's where the people who are more about the, you know, the federal government should be more powerful look at that and go – and in those terms, I think they have a, a, something that's right about that. There's something on there to be said for that. But then you go in the Midwest, and most of the Midwest, we're all kind of like, yeah, you know, let, let people do what they want. We just, I want to take right. care of myself. And I believe that there are two groups, two main groups of people. There are the people that believe 
that everything can be taken care of by the group and then you don't have to worry about anything yourself. Mm -hmm. Then there's the group that's like, I'll just take care of myself and if everybody takes care of themselves, mm -hmm. then you, you never have to worry about anybody else. Mm -hmm. And both those groups are complete hypocrites <laughs> because the people <laughs> who say, I'm going to take care of myself, will have no problem taking free stuff at any time, yep. uh, cuts on their taxes or, uh, or not even just cuts on their taxes, but like if uh, th that wouldn't actually fit in. But if it were free stuff being given to you or whatever, the roads that you're like, well, that's not your individual taking care of it. That's kind of a community thing that happens. But then you watch plenty of people who are about uh, the group and the group takes care of everybody within it and they get really selfish at times. And, you know, it's the same thing as you see a person who's pitching the environment, but on a private jet. I'm like, you can't. Well, I would get bothered too much. But that's saying. just yeah, that's just a nuisance. That's OK. It, everybody else has their version of that in life of, you know, I want to I've got something, but it's I'm going to get bothered and be slowed down just because that's your thing. Nothing we can do about that. No, I agree with you completely. These, these people that get in their limousine to go to the airport to fly to their yacht. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, I mean, Al, Al Gore would get out in, oh, yeah. in Arizona and yeah. he'd get out of a, a private jet and get into a Prius. And yep. that's just, I know. Yeah. It's, it's marketing at that point. It's and I'm marketing. all for, I've seen people that I disagree with politically mm -hmm. that might be more on the socialist scale even. I see them flying coach. I'm like, okay, you believe it more. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, yeah. I might be different than you, but I tell you what, you're 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 not in first class. You could be in first class. I right. know you could be in first class. Right. And you're flying in coach. All right, you're living a little more. At least you live what you're preaching. And when people live with their, that's the thing with religion, right? That people have a problem with religion is the some of these religious leaders do some terrible things, and they're telling everybody else not to. And uh, I, I I've just been watching. You have you seen this Amazon show, The Boys? No. Oh. No, I've heard no, I want to watch it. You guys need to see it. It's just it's what, what if superheroes were corporate? And it's unbelievable. But like they, they are corporate. So. <laughs> I think you might like it, Tom, because it's kind of that non superhero superhero. Oh, oh yeah. I do like that. Yeah. Oh, this, I mean this I love Shazam. Oh, this is even, but this is like flat out filthy, dirty The Boys. Unbelievable how good it how how well it's done. And so, for example, there's a guy named the Homelander, and he might decide to save you or not based on how the marketing is going to play <laughs> out. That sounds like I, my kind of show. Oh, it's, you'll it watch it and go, and it's a lot of it's sports. A lot of it's a play on sports. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a it's kind of an analogy to how sports work. But they got they, they're worried about who they're going to save. Do I save this person or this person? Because this is going to get on Twitter and get a lot of likes, and this <laughs> right, will get me a right. brand deal. Wow, as good. opposed to not saving, uh, you know, not saving this other group who nobody's ever going to find out about or care about. It's just it's and it's based on a comic book and just plain brilliant it's, it's on uh, amazon yeah, yeah amazon uh is it with amazon prime, prime. Is it? Yeah. how long's it been on how yeah. long's it been on oh, it's just been it's just been out a couple uh, maybe a month or so yeah oh, okay. just like got, oh, got released okay. i have it on my we'll watch list up. so i'll catch up uh, yeah i would love to talk about it because it's you watch this and you're like Sounds like this my kind is of an deal. incredible show, and the filth they get—it's just—it is filthy over the top. But that's the way the comic was, yeah, uh, or is. But you watch it and go, man, they're making a lot of great points. There's a there's a lot of 
Like, so one of like the, and they'll be, the reason I got into this was kind of the religious thing. Like one of the people's is like a preacher, a religious preacher. And she puts her arms up to welcome everybody and wings come up behind. <laughs> and it's like, it yeah. sells it even more. Yeah, sells it even more. And it's, I, I, listen, I, it's fantastic. By coincidence, I had this really somber moment today because there was a list that came out of stores that are in danger of, chains of stores that are in danger of shutting down. It's Target, it's JCPenney, it, they're all going to close. I mean, seriously. Really? <clears throat> because nobody shops at stores anymore. They all shop on Amazon. I get some things from Amazon. The reason it, would, it really hit home for me, because the Dayton's stores, I don't know, were there Dayton stores in Milwaukee? No, but I, I think, think so. there was another, did they, were they the same as Boston store maybe? No. Did they? Not, not that in Carson no. Perry Scott. No. Did they have a logo with like three? I think Carson Peary Scott. They bought Dayton. They bought Dayton. That was the, yeah. I think that was the first yeah, company that bought right. Dayton. Okay. And then Macy's bought but, them. But, you know, I read this, and, and it, what immediately came to mind was all those stores as a little boy, you would drive downtown, you know, in the car, and you would see all the Christmas decorations mm-hmm. in the windows, and then you would go up to the eighth floor at Dayton's, and it, it was something even poor kids could do. It was really a great thing. Mm-hmm. It didn't cost any money. And now it's just all going to be gone. I know. People are not going to go to stores anymore. They just don't do it. I mean, J.C. Penney is in huge trouble. Macy's, as you know, they just they shut down. How many Macy's? It's unbelievable. I know. Target that, shut down. That 30 makes me stores. sad too because I, I just I'm I'm sort of anti Amazon at this point. I used to just love them. I mean, it's so convenient, so easy. That. I mean, obviously, but I'm just like they're taking over the world. Yeah. Well, it's hard. It's not good yeah. people. Yeah. Not good people. I know. It's hard, but it's like, you know, if you, I remember I was looking for a mascara and I went on Amazon and it was like free two day shipping and the mascara was like, you know, $12 or whatever. And I played, I paid $12 and then it came to my front door. I even looked to buy it online at Target because they didn't have it at any of the stores near me. And yeah. I have two kids. I have two young kids. So going into a store to buy a two of mascara is stupid. Right. It takes well, yeah. let's, we let's be honest, mascara is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like getting out of your car with two kids to buy one thing is like ridiculous. With, mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'll buy it online at Target. But it was like five day shipping that I had to pay an extra six dollars yeah, for. So I ended be up being I know $20 for this tube of mascara. I'm like, that's ridiculous yeah it's but i don't understand why can't why can't target like copy what they're doing i mean i know that they got an online because amazon's so big and they've been doing it so long yeah they have the they have it and they have the deals you know the 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 deals in place for shipping and the and the warehouses everywhere the The infrastructure the u.s postal yeah right exactly they don't make any money and and they were ahead of it. They just were. They remember they, they used were, to sell yeah. books. Yeah, Amazon yep. was where right. you got books. Right. Yeah, but they got the infrastructure and just went all in. They must have, you know, I don't know, if it was venture capital or just yeah. Um, yeah. what? Yeah. But they went in and got there fast, and they just got so big so fast that nobody else could compete. And that is an issue, I think. It's, it is yes. absolutely. It's 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 borderline monopoly at this point. Yeah. But do I don't think... I don't order nearly as much stuff though. And I still will yeah. at will constantly, yeah. and my <laughs> wife doubles me. <laughs> Because it's easy. I mean, the other right. thing about that is, 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 how did these corporations not see that like newspapers are going out of business now because Craigslist buried them? How do you not see that coming? Uh, listen, uh, Bill Gates didn't see the yeah. internet, yeah. right? Yeah, he didn't see true. music. 
You know, no, Steve true. Jobs did, and yeah. Bill Gates had everything. Yep. Bill Gates. Bill Gates was the something. I mean. The reality is it can get toppled. Something will happen. They'll break it up yeah. government-wise. This yeah. is one of those yeah. things where I think I'm – this is why I'm not a full-on libertarian. I'm like, hey, government should step in at some point because I think mm-hmm. that's – there's just mm-hmm. too much. When it's everything, you can't it's have just one though. company. I mean no. it's Google and Amazon, the power, and then Apple between those three. No, no. I mean that's – that's a three look three headed monster. I just made that up, but it's kind of a quick snap. Yeah, three headed monster, right there, <laughs> baby. On three, I just <laughs> uh, what's his name Wozniak. Did you ever hear you know Steve O from? Yeah. Yes, that's what I was going. Whenever I bring up uh, Steve O's <laughs> name, that goes up. <laughs> oh my! Yeah. But Steve O was studio. Did you ever met him? No. He's one of the what's the name of those guys? Jackass. Jackass. Oh guy. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a nice oh, guy, Steve. very nice guy. Steve O. Steve O. So Steve O. Is on a show. Oh, yeah. With Steve Wozniak. Many mouths. And Stop he says, God, it's, it's amazing that I'm in, in studio with you because I have to go get a laptop. And Wozniak said, well, we'll just go to, to, to one of our Apple stores and, and get you one. He wasn't going to give him one. He was going to sell him one at a reduced price, <laughs> right, which is rather interesting. So Steve-O says, we walked into the store, and I picked up my laptop. We brought it to the counter. And Steve Wozniak says to the guy behind the counter, uh, just put this on my account and, and give him my discount. Okay, and the guy said, "Well, are you a member of Apple, sir?" <laughs> and he said, "Yes." Well, what's your number? Wozniak said, "One." one. <laughs> <I just laughs> How great is that? Yeah. Isn't that a great story? Yeah, that's funny. Yes, my member number is one. That's hilarious. So, do you think eventually? God, I hate to see the government stepping in on this stuff because they, man, our government's all about making money now. The whole thing is about our politicians yeah, really. making big money. So if they do step in on Amazon and, you know... Well, yeah, the question the, is, are they breaking it up because it's too big or because they want to be there? Right. They want, yeah, be, yeah. Yeah, well, well they're not exactly taking taxes right. on it, right? That's their own no, issue. No, that's mostly, their own problem. They're exactly not taking right. enough taxes on it. If they got the, the Amazon wouldn't be as powerful and big if they were fairly taxed like everybody else. But we, right. we reap the benefits of that, too. Don't forget, yeah, we get we all do. the cheap stuff. Prices, yeah. And well, so it, that changes everything. But it, at the same time, the... the the balance is off. Something, you know, you need a bunch of smart people in a room that are way above my level. Yeah. Uh, and it needs to be public so people know they're talking about it. Mm-hmm. And then I would say, okay, I get it. They got a problem right now, by the way, which people should be aware of. If you're getting a lot of emails from Amazon about how your your credit card has expired or your membership might be revoked, it's all BS. Yeah, I've been sending those out myself. Have making, you? making a lot of money. <laughs> you sending those to me, have you? I've been making money. Your membership gets revoked on Amazon? That's the email? Yeah. That's the latest scam? Yeah, it's the latest yeah. scam is, is your card expired and we're going to revoke your membership unless you give us your new credit card information. Oh, lovely. Hmm. I don't know. I just uh, want, That's another thing. I don't understand why people can be – how they can be so comfortable – just stealing for a living. I just don't get that. You know, that's your life is to steal from other people. How can you be comfortable doing that? I don't know. I think you can get used to it. <laughs> that's real nice. I got a plan. <laughs> I got a plan for the future, I suppose. Are you are you heading out this afternoon? Yeah, I got to get to the airport. I was going to say, yeah, I'm going to get you out of here, man. Yeah. Unbelievable seeing you. As always, it's so nice of you to stay. And by the way, Frank did not have to stay in town. He could have left town last night. But he stayed around to be on a morning show and on this show and, and probably do a bunch of other things. But No, this is it. Just, you know, just these two things. amazing yeah, to I'm see you again, as always. 
And to, to find uh, my podcast, uh, frankpods.com. Frankpods.com gets you there. Shameless plug. Yeah. Are you on Are you on all the podcast sites? Uh, I don't. I just thought that the Apple and Google right now. I'm not everywhere yet. I don't think I might be on some I other. I think places. that's what you need to be on. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I've still yeah. been developing it. I'm moving some stuff around and consolidating some different podcasts yeah. into, yeah, into one. So, uh, but it's been starting to pick up as we've been getting guests. So. That's that's that. I don't know if you'd find it that way. You've got an audience to start with too. But in the podcast world, the more you go on other people's podcasts and have them come on yours, it's like could you imagine that in morning radio, morning radio shows going on other morning radio shows (laughs) twenty years ago? Never. But now podcasts because people can listen at any time. They choose when they, you know, it's it's just about getting out there and people are. People are more apt to do it, so mm-hmm. I'm trying to get in the flow and be like a regular comedian instead of an idiot comedian who's not on any podcast. Instead of an idiot comedian, I've never I was an idiot, an idiot uh, comedian. I've, I've been out of it. So, all right, <laughs> I all right, thank man. you. I got to catch that Thanks plane. Thanks a lot, Frank Aliendo, Lazy Animal. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. 